Hey, Josh. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. You are All right, right. Cool. Sounds good. Perfect. All right. All right, guys. Uh, we have Josh Frost on the phone for the podcast. He is a uh, producer, I think mainly a rap producer. Mm -hmm. um, so, hey, Josh, um, can you uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself, like your background and stuff? Sure, absolutely. Um, well, I'm the Josh Frost. I've been a uh, self-expressionist artist is what I call myself, but I'm a hip hop artist, producer, um, podcaster, streamer, just kind of an all around internet guy. And I have been for over a decade. Okay, cool. And how, how is being like an internet guy? <laughs> uh, it's cool, man. I like, um, the reason I call myself a self-expressionist is because I like to, uh, I think everybody can express themselves in, in different ways. So I don't like to uh, tie myself down and just call myself, you know, a beat maker or a rapper or a podcaster. I think all of that is intertwined and in self-expression. So that's how I like to uh, describe myself mostly. Yeah. Yeah. I've just like recently kind of, I've been doing like photography, videography for a while, mainly on Instagram and YouTube. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And just recently I'm kind of like, you know what? I might as well be using these other platforms like podcasting, YouTubing more like longer videos um, yeah. and just everything was, it's like, why not? You know what I mean? I enjoy doing it and hopefully one day I can make money at it. But yeah. for now I'm making like a little bit off Instagram. I'm surprised at how much I'm even making off that. But, um, how has it been in terms of money? If you don't mind me asking, I'm just kind of curious on if it's sure. the type of thing that's kind of like worth going for, you know what I mean? In terms of money and just making a living. Sure. Um, for me, most of my, um, I have to be quite honest, I haven't really made a whole lot of money. I'm, I'm going to say probably since I started like years and years and years ago, I've probably made, like slightly under a grand maybe um so i'm really i'm really not in it for the money most of that money has been on the uh the beat side of things selling beats and stuff like that um that's where most of the money comes from to be quite honest i don't really make a whole lot of money off of my uh my hip-hop songs or the podcast as of right now anyway uh, I have some hopes for the podcast I'm currently doing, but uh, in terms of, like the music, most of my money is coming out of uh, like beat sales and uh, sound engineering stuff, mixing, audio editing and stuff like that. Okay. But that type of stuff is, is like more than the, I mean, are you doing it full time or do you, do you have like a job? No, I have like, I have like a regular job. I'm definitely not living off of it. But it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's a side gig, you know, it's a hobby. It's something I use to make myself feel better, make myself happy, give myself a little expression. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it's all about. And, you know, maybe Absolutely. it's even sometimes it's even better that way, you know, because it doesn't become like a business or whatever. It's like you're just doing it for fun and right. it doesn't turn into some hassle or something, you know? Yeah, I was on a, uh, a different podcast yesterday and we were talking about uh, Beyonce and um, we were talking that, uh, you know, when you get that famous, when you start making millions and millions of dollars and you have millions and millions of people listening to you, I think you start to lose some of that that luster, that um, 
self-expression because now you have the machine behind you you know what i mean now you have a whole team of a record label pushing and making sure all your music is good to go um so i find it a lot more interesting if there's just you know one person behind the music pushing it and making what they want to make as opposed to a whole giant company pushing the music you know what i mean yeah like, yeah like at this point beyonce is probably not doing much you know right she's probably just right. showing up and singing the songs or whatever and right right like you said has a whole team behind her and speaking of which do you like her new album you know what yeah i mean i could i could trash talk beyonce but i actually did like the new album uh i like the direction she went with uh i think it turned out better than uh drake's album if you uh listen to that i wasn't a super big fan of the drake album I actually um, haven't. Yeah, they did the same kind of thing. They did the same kind of thing where they uh they both kind of made like these more like dance oriented house albums, but I think Beyonce has actually turned out a lot better. And I actually liked her album previous to that, the Lemonade album. Um so Beyonce does good work, don't get me wrong. I just think she's a Yeah, she's a she's part of the machine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and do you do you think that she's kind of at least maybe tried to do a good job at not becoming part of the machine. Like she, one thing I noticed about lemonade and maybe this album too, is lemonade definitely seemed to be a little bit more artsy than you would expect yeah. from her. Right. Definitely, it wasn't definitely personal. You know what I mean? There's definitely some personal lyrics. So I think she, what I personally think is that she's, she has probably like the final say or one of the final says, you know what I mean? So she'll, Someone will write the song. Um, maybe she might be present for the song being written and she might throw in some ideas like I'm going through this. So write about this or this happened to me. So write this song about what happened to me. Um, but I don't think she's sitting there writing the songs herself or doing any and definitely not doing any of the engineering or mixing or anything like that. Yeah, I kind of wonder if she ever was she ever writing songs herself, do you think? I don't even know. To be quite honest, I'm not super familiar with that information, especially when it comes to like Destiny's Child and stuff like that. I actually don't know who wrote all of those songs. Um, I would assume you you would like to think that an artist like that at least at one point has been writing like all their own songs for at least some time, but with pop groups like that, especially like girl groups, you never really know. Sometimes, you know, they don't write anything at all. They might not even know how to write a song. Yeah. And um, what are those other girls from Destiny's Child doing now? Like, are they still doing their own <laughs> thing or are they, are they just kind of done? I don't think they're doing anything. Hold on. I'm going to tap it in Wikipedia real quick because to be quite <laughs> yeah. honest, I, I only know... Um, oh, Kelly Rowland. Okay, Kelly Rowland's around. She does, like, songs and she writes and uh, she has albums and stuff. So, okay, she was... She's mildly successful. As for these other girls, uh, I unfortunately don't know who they are, how successful they are. Lativia Robertson, uh, Latoya Luckett, Farrah Franklin. No idea no idea what these people are doing but i i hope they're doing well <laughs> yeah i didn't realize there was five of them i thought there was only three of them evidently there was there's six names listed here beyonce kelly michelle lativia latoya and farah i was not as you can tell i was not a destiny child fan 
Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm kind yeah. of under, uh, I don't have a whole lot of information about them, unfortunately, but yeah, no, no problem. We don't have to go too far down the, uh, Beyonce rabbit hole, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've heard of, I, I listen to music, like, like indie rock music, like vampire weekend. Have you heard vampire yeah, weekend? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Vampire and weekend. I, I know that the singer Ezra Koenig, I listened to his podcast or Apple music internet show okay. or whatever and he was talking about work he worked a little bit on beyonce's album i guess with diplo really? yeah which okay. i found surprising i think it was just like probably one song and he just helped out but i guess he actually was credited or whatever with helping with it which i thought was interesting that is the, that's the interesting thing about the music industry is that it's it's pretty small there's really once you get down to it there's really not a whole lot of big names working in the music industry so you yeah you can kind of find a lot of little stories like that where people you don't expect uh, are helping out on songs that you might not have thought that they would even be a part of like there's a lot of Kanye songs with especially Kanye where he's taking like you know Elton John samples and Elton John vocals and you know Bon Iver and stuff like that. Yeah, Bon Bon Iver is like one of my favorite bands too, and yeah, I know that they've or. Justin Vernon has collaborated with Kanye West a good amount on his songs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also interesting. Um, what about like Jay-Z? How do you feel like his um, new music, I guess, is going? I know he doesn't even have a new album recently, right? But how, is, how, do you, are you into him? I am. I just, Jay-Z is actually in my, he's definitely one of my favorites. He's in my uh, top three for sure. Um Jay-Z's interesting because I think he's someone who's actually kind of getting better as he gets older. I thought 444, that album, we were talking about Lemonade a couple minutes ago. Uh, 444, which is basically like the partner album to Lemonade. Uh, I thought that was just, that's definitely one of his best albums, in my opinion, like top three or top four. Um, and I think Jay-Z has made his his aging process in hip-hop music Um quite uh commendable and um i think he's doing a really good job at making it so uh because hip-hop and rap a lot of people think it's a young man's game you know but i think jay-z is really showing that uh you can age very uh eloquently in hip-hop and still make really good music yeah for sure and then even even drake is kind of getting i don't even know how old he is and he's in his 30s i guess right yeah yeah so he's not too old but he's still he's still i mean he probably is the biggest probably the biggest artist period in the world right for sure absolutely yeah um, drake is uh and you can definitely tell with Drake too if you go back and listen to his old stuff and then listen to his new stuff where he's talking about you know his son and all of his um uh, his baby mama drama and stuff like that. Um, you can definitely tell he's he's shown some progress and some uh, growth. Um, I think Drake is still in his uh, morphing form. I think he still has some bitterness. And he's... Uh, I don't know if Drake necessarily enjoys being the biggest artist in the world. Sometimes it seems like he's not a super big fan of it. Yeah, um... Honestly, I like I don't know too much of I, I know. I mean, I obviously I've heard it probably a ton of Drake songs, but I've never yeah. actually sat down like with the whole album or anything. Yeah. Um, but one, I remember one time me and my 
two friends were arguing like who's bigger calvin harris or drake and i was like obviously drake is and they were saying calvin harris and i was like there's just no fucking way you know i agree no way I yeah think drake is way way bigger yeah and this was a couple years this was like five years ago so at the time i was like maybe you're right at that particular time but overall no way but I mean, um, if we went back to like 2010, 2011, and you asked that question, yeah, Calvin Harris is probably way bigger. But I mean, these days, Drake definitely takes the cake, I think. Yeah, this was a while ago. It probably wasn't that long ago, but maybe it was like right, you know, when the crossover where Drake was getting bigger. But um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in terms in terms of you, um, how did you get your start in rap producing and in who – we talked about a couple of them, but who else are you influenced by and who sure. else do you listen to? Yeah. Um, in terms of me getting my start in creating music, um, a lot of my early interest in music came from my sister. I have a slightly older sister who introduced me to a lot of music, um, specifically when I was around 10 years old or so. And I'm going to list some artists, and they're definitely artists where a 10-year-old probably shouldn't be listening to them. But, you know, it is what it is. It was the early 2000s at the time. Uh, so I was listening to a lot of, she introduced me to, um, you know, Eminem, of course. Back in the day, everybody loved Eminem. Um, she introduced me to Jay-Z, T.I., um, Lil Wayne, before Lil Wayne was like the biggest thing in the fucking world. Um, and, uh, of course, like other you know, early 2000s kind of rap influenced bands as well, like Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit, Korn. Um, so I kind of heard all this music and that's when I kind of realized, holy shit, I just really, really like music a whole lot. Um, and then it kind of went from there. I discovered Audacity um, when I was young. So I started recording my own little songs. I discovered Fruity Loops, uh, made my own little beats, and I just kind of went from there. Um, and I've tried to, uh, over the years, I've tried to expand, you know, I'm not just, I'm a hip hop guy. That's what I was raised on, but I've, I've tried to be familiar with all kinds of music. Um, I hate to be one of those people that say, you know, I, I listen to everything, but I really do kind of listen to everything. I can, I can talk about some country, EDM, uh, indie rock, metal, um, some ambient artists even uh i try to like all kinds of music i think it all has its place yeah and uh one thing i've noticed i don't know if this is true with rap if anything with rap i feel like rap's getting maybe bigger and better but with like indie rock and the music that i listen to it just seems to be getting like worse and worse and just more <laughs> more boring would yeah. you agree with that in in terms of just music in general like it might be getting worse maybe just because it's more um it seems to be getting maybe like more fake process like meant for tiktok right you know um, what i mean i, I mean, don't that's, know that's definitely happening with hip-hop too don't get me wrong i mean everybody remembers like the ringtone era with like the crunk music and the soldier boys with hip-hop music and stuff so I think trends when it like technology and social media trends is always going to influence music of all kinds. Um, and I think specifically like with hip hop being the current zeitgeist with it being like the most influential and the most popular form of music. I think a lot of like rock bands um, tend to try to 
put more electronic influences or hip hop influences into their music, even if they don't know necessarily how to do that. And I think that's how you end up getting albums like the, let's say the last couple fallout boy albums, for example, <laughs> that's how you start getting stuff like that, where it sounds yeah. like these, these <laughs> bands are kind of out of their depth and they're not really sure what direction they should go in. Oh yeah, I totally agree with that with Fallout Boy. I don't, I don't know what's going on with them, man. And I, <laughs> I don't. And there's a lot of bands like that where it's like the direction that, and just a lot of not only with music but with like, you know, say like Howard Stern too. Or, I mean, I know he's old. This yeah. is kind of like a weird reference, but it's like, yeah, they seem to get like worse. And it's like I don't really know why they would want to get worse. You know what I mean? It's like why not just keep doing what you were doing? Yeah. Um, it's like it just doesn't seem to be any it doesn't like with fallout boy let's just stick on that um it's definitely not well i mean i guess for money would be a reason but it's just so weird to me that like any of the newer fallout boy would be any better than their old stuff like from under the coke tree and those albums it's just i just don't get it you know what i mean right. and i guess I, i'm assuming a lot of people maybe they're selling more i don't i don't really know you know but I don't think so. To be, I don't think in terms of sales, I don't think it's doing much for him. I, think, I don't either. That's what. That's why I don't. That's why I don't understand it. I think it kind of comes down to a a fear of being irrelevant. Like they want to keep up with the times. They want the younger listeners. They want their. Um, they want to be just as popular and as famous as they were in their prime. Um, so I think that causes them to make some decisions like, okay, well, we want to be popular. We want to be super famous again. So what's, what's popular? Okay. Well, TikTok is popular. Trap music is popular. Uh, rap features are popular. Let's do that. Um, and I don't think that's the way, I don't think it really works for most bands. Yeah. And I think that one of the worst mixes in terms of rap artists with, pop punk band i guess would be like blink Renee two and little wayne did you ever oh, listen to that yeah, collaboration yeah i fucking did no, it's not super great oh not man great. i was yeah. i really i actually really wanted to go to the the on the the tour they did a tour together i thought that would have been cool to go to but this the music they've actually made with each other yeah not not super great yeah and didn't like little wayne like walk off the tour or something Ooh, did he? I would that wouldn't surprise me because he kind of has a reputation for kind of doing that. Um, but that's not something I remember. But I totally believe that. I totally believe that. Yeah, and it almost seems like with rap artists that that almost turns out to sometimes be a good thing when the when the rapper just ends up like bailing on the show or just like yeah. you know what I mean. Like with Kanye West, like, doesn't he do that type of stuff a lot? And it's like he's only gotten like bigger by doing it. Yeah. Kanye is an interesting example because I don't feel like you can compare anything else to Kanye because he's such a fucking anomaly, but yeah, there's, especially with his rollouts to his albums, he'll go on tour. He'll, he won't even play the show. He'll get up on stage. He'll bitch about whatever it is. He wants to bitch about Pete Davidson or whatever. And then he'll drop the mic and get off the stage and people love it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's wild and it's like i could kind of see the excitement and you know what's he gonna do type thing but um yeah 
at the same time, like not playing the show at all would just be pretty brutal, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember one time, like some of the shows that have been the best shows that I've been to, I think are the most just chaotic shows where the band just like goes nuts or whatever. And one time I remember he definitely didn't go nuts, but have you heard of like bright eyes? Um, yeah, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard of bright eyes. Yeah. I saw him Connor Oberst or whatever a while ago. This was like back in like my real indie days. And, um, he the out he only played like one or two songs from the album i knew everything else was like either i don't even know either off the new album that hadn't come out yet or previous stuff but he was just like really drunk at the show like to the (laughs) point where he seemed just like really out of it and would take like three to five minute pauses in between songs and just it it would just be like silent and everyone was just like what the hell is going on (laughs) But I remember like thinking like afterwards, I was like, that was actually kind of a cool experience was it right. it wasn't just like the typical go up, play your songs. They sound exactly like they do on the album. Don't talk and then leave. You know what I mean? Right. That's yeah. just that's just kind of boring to me. I know a lot of people like that, but I think um, <laughs> if you want to get into shit like that, I mean, <laughs> like think about stuff like Gigi Allen or people like that who literally went up on stage and just did insane shit like pissed on the stage or broke bottles over their heads and stuff like that um even like i'm not a fan of machine gun kelly but he uh he definitely has a stage show presence you you can see him doing some crazy shit on stage doing like fucking jumps off of the railings or ba- again bashing bottles over his own head and shit like that I think uh, so a lot of, some of that stems from punk music back in the day. I feel like everybody enjoys a good punk show, you know? Everybody wants to see something crazy. Yeah, exactly. And I know the name Gigi Allen, but what what band was he in? I Gigi Allen, I'm not sure he was in a a band band. I think it was just him. Um so he was a punk rock musician um from the fucking like 70s 80s i think and he was just known for he's less known for his music and more known for his antics let's say like i mean like stuff like crazy stuff like throwing poop at the crowd you know what i mean like he was punk rock as fuck yeah that's that's like his legacy is him just going up on stage and doing crazy shit yeah, speak. You brought up um, Machine Gun Kelly. It's like I don't really like Machine Gun Kelly either, and I know that he's obviously really popular. And I was just trying to think, like, is there a way that, like, like part of me thinks that maybe I'm just like too old and I don't get it, and all the right. young kids do. Me too. But I'm like, there's got to be a way to like break him down to be like, no, he's really just not good. And it's like the funny thing is about that is I don't like Machine Gun Kelly at all in terms of his personality. Like you said, he probably has a good stage show and all that. But right, I actually listened to his last album, and I'm not gonna lie, like I didn't hate it. So it's like I don't necessarily hate his music, but I just like hate him. You know what I mean? And like right, and I- um, <laughs> and I think that you could break it. I think that I could break it down. May the reason why a big reason why I don't like him is because he was a rap artist, and then he went he he pivoted to like pop punk and it's like right that doesn't to me seem like a 
natural pivot. It just seems like he's a phony and he's just trying to like make yeah. money off of it. That's the vibe that I get. But you know, I, it could be I wrong. I 100% agree with that assessment, to be quite honest. Um, I don't think his heart is really into the pop punk stuff. I think he mostly just did that to uh, get to fill a void that a lot of um, pop punk fans were yearning for. You know what I mean? Because there hasn't been a pop punk uh band that's been in the mainstream you know since the early 2000s uh so i think he just kind of he couldn't continue to do rap music because eminem killed him unfortunately so uh, <laughs> he had to do something else and well what can i possibly do let's let's fill a let's fill a slot in the music zeitgeist that isn't currently being filled and let's do the pop punk thing and I mean, he is a lot more successful at it than I thought he would be, because um, I know people in I have friends in my real life that love Machine Gun Kelly's pop punk music, like think he's great. And I'm I'm totally with you, though. I think it's kind of a sham and I don't think he's doing it for the right reasons. I just think he's doing it to because he wants to continue to make music and he can't rap anymore. So. Yeah, in, in a way, it's like, I don't know, I guess you got to give him credit for, you know, at least uh, knowing that he needed a transition. Right. But so did Eminem actually really like kill him? Like, but kill him, do you mean in terms of rapping better than him or just he kind of like destroyed his career? Um, I yeah, honestly, I do kind of think that. I mean, there are definitely other variables and stuff like that. It's not like it's not like Machine Gun Kelly's rap career was doing super well before that um i think he he took the pot shots at eminem because he wanted to get some hype for his new album or whatever it was he was releasing and i'm not sure he expected eminem to bite back and eminem did and his, the song eminem made was super re like really good and really potent and nobody took him seriously as a hip-hop artist anymore. And Machine Gun Kelly was like, well, I just lost all my hip-hop fans. Um, what little hip-hop fans I actually had. So let me try something else. Yeah. And in terms of his hip-hop, did, did you think any of it was good at all? Or no? Was it just pretty bad overall? Um it's i mean it's generally pretty mid there are some joints don't get me wrong that i like he uh if you ever heard the wild boy song that was his like big single um that was popular in like 2011 2012 um that was when like it was like a loud trap song it was kind of like like a waka flocka song except with machine gun kelly um and then he has a couple, you know, every once in a while he'll drop some okay songs. I don't think he's a terrible rapper. I just think he's super mid. And sometimes being mid is worse than being bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Who are some bad rappers that you might actually enjoy? Ooh. Bad rappers <laughs> that I enjoy? I gotta say, <laughs> I love Lil Pump. I love okay. Lil Pump. <laughs> I I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. I know these names, but I don't know too much of, of their actual music. You know. Yeah. So so Lil Pump is a he was one of the SoundCloud rappers from like 2016, 2017, and his whole shtick is that he makes 
it's almost like a dumber ver version of of crunk music where it's really abrasive really raunchy and really lyrically simple um but it's it has a lot of energy and it's fun um it's just kind of he his hit song is called gucci gang and the 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 hook is literally gucci gang gucci gang gucci gang gucci gang gucci gang gucci gang that's that's honestly 60% of the song but the beat is kind of hard and he has a lot of like uh abrasive funny lyrics that you wouldn't necessarily expect even if it is super crazy simple, it's kind of fun to listen to, put on your car and have the 808s blare on your speakers. You know, it's kind of fun in that way. Yeah. Wasn't he into like Trump too or something? Is he the guy that was like, Ooh, yeah, I don't think here's the thing. Lil Pump is like a, a, he's a kid. So him, the whole Trump thing, that's funny. You mentioned that the whole Trump thing, I think was mostly like one of those things where he, he started to see that he was becoming less relevant. So what can I, what can I do? Well, let's try to get Trump people to like me, I guess. I don't think he actually, I wouldn't believe that Lil Pump votes at all. I just think he did that to try to garner some people that wouldn't normally like him, you know? Yeah. And didn't he like go on stage with Trump and Trump was like, called him little pimp or something or like, yes, he fucked yeah. up his name. Yep. <laughs> <Lil Pimp>. Yep. <laughs> That's brutal, isn't it brutal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is he in the same category as like Little Zan and um, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. So there's like Little Pump, Little Zan. Um, there's little, to... little little baby is one of the little baby. I actually don't think little baby has actually gotten a lot better since he came out. I'm still not a huge fan, but he's all right. There's little, there's little everything if you take the time to search for it. And did that all kind of come from Lil Wayne or something, or did it even go before that? Um, it's there. There's definitely before Lil Wayne because I mean, like, think of like Lil John. I mean, that yeah. was way back in the day, right? So yeah. I think that was that's just a, a hip hop culture kind of name. Um, you used to get a lot of like bigs as well, like uh, Big B or Big Daddy Kane and people like that um you don't see a lot biggie of big, smalls. biggie smalls yeah there you yeah. go um you don't get a lot of bigs anymore though there's just a lot of littles i guess there's big sean yeah i was actually kind of wondering about him like is he still around i haven't heard from him in a while yeah he's still around i think the reason you probably haven't heard of from him a whole lot anymore is because he left um he was on good music with kanye kanye's label and I think he uh, he left. So I think ever since then, I think he's kind of on his like his little independent grind, and he doesn't get a lot of hit songs anymore. But he's still he's still around. Okay, so there was, for, I'm mixed. I'm getting him um, not mixed up, but he was kind of like a, around the same time, like with Fat Joe and stuff, right? Big Sean. Yeah, weren't they kind of like a similar thing, or no? Am I wrong about that? No, yeah, Fatjo is his own thing. Fatjo was more like early two thousands. Um, I think Fatjo was a New York guy, if I'm not mistaken. I think he came up mostly in like the late nineties, early two thousands with guys like uh, like Fifty Cent and Terra Squad and uh, DJ Khaled. Even back then, I think Fatjo and DJ Khaled used to have a, a relationship. 
Okay. And if so if I'm and DJ Khaled, like he's um he seems to be doing pretty good still, yeah, right? I mean just dropped an album. He just dropped an album a couple of days ago. Does he rap on it or does he just produce the albums? No, I don't think as far as I know, I think there might have been one song ever. So so keep this in mind. DJ Khaled has dropped an album a year one album every year since like 2006 i think he's only missed a couple of years but he drops he drops so many albums and i think out of all of those albums he i think there might be one verse where he raps on it um the rest is him uh he's more of a, a curator you know what i mean like he gets the people together and then they make the song and he since he's the one that kind of puts it together, he puts his name on it. Yeah. So if I wanted to like get into rap music, who are some of the, would you say are the best modern guys that I should check out? Ooh, um, that's a good question. I would honestly, I think the most obvious one is Kendrick. Um, I think yeah. you, you pretty much got to go back and listen to Kendrick, especially good kid, mad city. Um, I'm not a big To Pimp a Butterfly fan, but uh, Kendrick's album To Pimp a Butterfly is lauded as one of the greatest albums of all time. So uh, that's definitely an album that people should listen to if you want to get into it. Pretty much all of his albums you can get into. Um, besides Kendrick, there's uh, J. Cole. J. Cole is very like intimate and more low-key than Kendrick. He talks a little bit more realistically and a little more down-to-earth. Um uh, J.I.D. or Jid, however you want to pronounce it, is a, a pretty new guy that drops a lot of cool, um, interesting, thoughtful music. And my one of my personal favorites currently is Denzel Curry, who um, he's very prolific. He drops a lot of different kinds of albums. You know, he has an album where he's doing like old school 90s boom bap style hip hop. He'll drop an album where he's doing like more modern trap influenced music um so i would say kendrick j cole jid and uh denzel curry are probably my go-tos right now okay cool and what about kanye well first of all the kendrick the newest kendrick album there was a couple songs that i liked off of it but overall i wasn't that into it and like to to pimp a butterfly i once again i did like some of the songs but i felt like overall I think it might have just been like honestly, like I don't really want to say like too long, but right, you know, no, I just kind of got bored listening to the album, and I'm like kind of like an album person, you know. Right, I totally feel you. Um, with "To Pimp Our Butterfly," that's again, that's something like a lot of people like, but I'm not necessarily a big fan of. I like what he was trying to do. I do like the sounds he he made, and I like what he's saying, but it doesn't come together for me like it does for other people. Um, in terms of his new album, I like how weird his new album is. Uh, I like his experimentation and some of the stranger aspects. I like that he's going outside of the box. Um, but it's it's not a perfect album, in my opinion. Now, for uh, for Kanye, he's uh, <laughs> Kanye is my probably my favorite artist. To to be perfectly honest, I love Kanye, but I don't think Kanye is for everybody. Um, I think if you're going to listen to Kanye or if you want to get into Kanye, you should probably go back 
um, to his first few albums in the early 2000s, like College Dropout and Late Registration with Gold Digger and uh, songs like that. And I think that will be a good stepping stone into his more eccentric, stranger, um, later music that he's kind of currently dropping. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I know most of his music, and I like most. He's actually probably my favorite rapper, too. And I was really into like Jesus, or not Jesus, but um, Jesus and Jesus, um, yeah. Even yeah, even like Saint Pablo or whatever. But yeah. his most recent one, I I, I couldn't get into. What do you the think? Donda. Yeah. Um, it's um, my opinion on that album is if you cut. If you cut like half the album, because there's so many, let me look it up real quick. How many songs are on this fucking album? There are 27 songs on this album. If you cut that number down to about 14, I think you have a great album. But that's not, that's not how the album is. It's 27 songs. So there's, there's definitely some gems in there, but it's, you're right. It's way too fucking long. Yeah, and it's like one of those situations again, like we were talking about before, where it's like, why make it so long? Why not just cut it down? It would probably be better that way, you know. I think that's an unfortunate um, side effect of the the streaming world right now. I think there's more of a incentive for these artists to make really long albums because the more songs you put out, the more likely it is for someone to add. A song to their playlist you know what i mean thus increasing the streams for that song so i think unfortunately with the way the streaming services are i think the quantity over the quality is uh yeah just an unfortunate side effect of the current way music is heard and sold yeah that makes sense and i know that yeah like i have heard some of those songs being used in instagram reels or tiktoks like the uh yeah like the i forgot what the lady says but something about if it's not for the day it's for the night or you know what i mean those types of yeah 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 yeah. um yeah so have you have you seen or yeah have you seen kanye west uh live oh man you know i never have and i i hope one day i will because I think that would be a really cool experience. Um, My biggest regret, one of my biggest regrets in my fucking life is I was, you know, in my late teens, probably somewhere between 16 and 18 when uh, Kanye and Jay-Z did that collaborative album that watched the throne. And um, I really, really wanted to go to that show but I was so young at the time. I didn't have any fucking money. And the thing with seeing Kanye or big names like that is that it's so expensive to, to go to those shows and I just didn't have any money and I just couldn't go. So no, I've never seen Kanye live, although I would love to one day. Yeah. What about a, like Travis, someone like Travis Scott, are you into him? Um, so I have a difficult relationship with Travis Scott. Um, he, uh, he definitely makes some interesting music. I like what I like his vibe. I like what he tries to do. I don't think it's perfect. I honestly think he's probably the least interesting part of his music. I think he's actually a good curator like um, DJ Khaled is where he's really good at bringing people together, getting the right beat, 
getting the right verses. I think he's really good at stuff like that. But when it comes to actually like rapping himself, I'm not sure he's super great. But um, it's hard for me to uh, it's hard for me to like Travis Scott or even play any of his music ever since the um, the Astro World thing, the incident there. So I try not to play his music a whole lot ever since then. Yeah, that was a big deal, and I I totally understand getting mad about it, and it was all obviously an awful thing. But like to hit one to his defense, you know, I I've been to a lot of like crazy shows, rock shows, punk shows, or yeah. whatever, where I could see it happening, where like something just gets out of control, and he doesn't, the person on stage doesn't isn't fully aware of how bad it is. I don't really know the details with him if he like purposely just kind of avoided it or just didn't know well here's the thing it's it's almost impossible he didn't know at least something was wrong because there were ambulances in the crowd yeah and he just he just kept playing he just kept playing yeah and i mean i totally i'm not saying he's the worst person in the world but um i uh i i think he made some wrong decisions and i think the the part that bothers me the most is that he doesn't seem particularly sorry about it yeah he he made like an instagram video where he was like oh my god i'm so sorry this all happened but it's never struck me as particularly genuine i don't really think he's learned a lesson yeah yeah and he's like he's like dating like kylie jenner right or kendall one of those yeah i don't to be i don't know the difference either to be honest with (laughs) you but yeah he's dating one of them one of them yeah so i mean that's you know that's pretty good for him, right? He's dating like one of the hottest. Sure, girls. I would. I would date one of those girls if they wanted me to. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. So, um, well, one last thing I wanted to ask you about uh, the little, yeah. uh, the little name, like someone like Little Nas X. Like, did he just straight up rip his name off from Nas? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's. I actually don't know the the history <laughs> behind that, but I would imagine. I mean, there's. It's got to be a reference to like the actual Nas, right? Like, it's got to be. Which as far weird. as I know, it is weird because they don't make similar music at all. Um, yeah, but. I can't think of that Nas is like a a slang word for something that could be potentially used in a different name or anything. So no, I just think he Here's another thing with Lil Nas X is I don't think he ever expected to be famous. So I think the name by the time he got super <laughs> famous with Old Town Road, he was like, "Well, I can't change my name now." Yeah. And you wonder if there's an issue with Nas, like if Nas doesn't like it or wants him to change his name or what, you know? Yeah, I actually don't know Nas's opinion on that. To be quite honest, I think Nas is in a point of his career where he's he's definitely not making any pop hits or anything. I think he's at a point where he's just making the music he wants to make, and that's kind of what he's doing. I'm not even sure he pays attention uh, to the pop world or to the modern whoever's charting on the top 40. You know, I can't even imagine that Nas would even give a fuck. Yeah, I think the last thing I heard him in was the Kanye West EP he was on. And it was I actually yeah. liked that song that he was on. The Cop Shot the Kid? Yeah. That's a dope song. Yeah, I actually I love that song. Yeah, and Pusha T, too. I liked his song. Or was it a whole album? Yeah, the whole album he made with Kanye West. 
on yeah. that one. Yeah, I love I love Pusha T too. He's one of my favorites. I'm hopefully going to go see him live in October. Should be a super fucking dope show. I'm pretty excited about that. Love Pusha T. That's cool. Yeah. So, anyways, after all this time um, of talking about other rappers, <laughs> uh, what about you? So, um, I listened to a little bit of your music, and it sound it sounded it sounds good. It sounded almost to me like I could totally have this wrong, because I don't know much about rap or the names of the genres or whatever. But it yeah. sounded kind of like raw, kind of like almost. It kind of almost reminded me of like, I don't want to say punk, but kind of like. Um, I don't want to use the wrong word, but like almost yeah, like yeah. angry kind of. Would, yeah. Would, would you say um, that about your music? I I think so. I do try to make it. Um, I guess raw would be the word. Um, I here's the thing. I I don't really work on a budget. You know what I mean? I'm pretty low budgeted when it comes to my music, and I like the. Um, I like the roughness. I don't really want my music to come across as super clean or super polished because I don't think me as a person, I don't think I'm a super clean or polished kind of guy. So I don't want my music to come across that way. And especially with the themes I deal with in my music, I deal with a lot of themes of uh, darker things like death and drug abuse and uh, stuff like that. So I don't think for me, I wouldn't want a song about those kind of topics to be super clean and squeaky clean. Like it's ready for the radio. You know, I think you kind of want that more raw, unpolished, um, more visceral kind of sound. Yeah, I agree. And I didn't mean, yeah, I definitely didn't mean it in a bad way. I listened to a lot, you know, a lot of um, raw, like not overly produced, uh, music yeah. um yeah so you do you just do the producing or do you rap it all too or do you have people come in and rap over it um i i, I do the rapping i'm do the rapping actually oh, um, so that is you on it okay yeah that's me um i uh when it comes to the producing actually the songs i have available right now most of the beats are made from other people but i uh i do post-production i guess so i'll I'll make the song, I'll get the beat, I'll do the rapping, um, I'll send it over, they kind of put it together, and then I do the final touches. Like, I'll um, I'll alter some of the sounds, I'll swap out the intro, and I'll, or I'll put uh, something else on the outro, or I'll make a bridge, or I'll do kind of the post-editing to where the song comes out where I want it to sound like, and then I, I put it out that way. Okay, cool. And what uh, what setup do you have? What are you working um, with? So I I do most of my editing on uh, either Pro Tools for most of the audio editing, or if I'm making beats and doing some more beat work, I use Reason. Um, in terms of like my mic and stuff like that, um, my audio interface is a Scarlett Focusrite. I know a lot of people talk shit about the Scarlet Focus, right? But I like it. It's always worked for me. Um, and my mic is so old, to be honest. I really need a new one. It's a Rode mic. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if I can tell you what kind of Rode mic is it, it is because it's kind of like 10 years old at this point. But uh, yeah, I use a Rode mic into the Scarlet interface and I do most of the editing on either Pro Tools or uh, Reason. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, I've actually kind of wanted to get in to the audio editing game mainly just for this podcast because I'm doing it like on a budget right now. I don't even have yeah. like a good computer. You know what I mean? Like I have a computer, but it's not good enough to do that. You have and a I, PC I, or a Mac? I have a PC, but it's like I bought okay. it like renewed on Amazon, so it's like old, yeah. you know. Sure, and yeah. um, I I just totally need to get a whole new setup, and um, I just haven't. And to be honest with you, like. I'm just doing this podcast for fun and it's like, I'm pretty much fine with the way it comes out and I just do it live. I don't, I don't really edit it at all. Yeah. (laughs) And um, I kind of, you know, I I think like even like Joe Rogan just does his, I'm pretty sure for the most part, it's just live. Right. I don't, I don't think they do too much editing. So it's like, yeah, no, you know, Joe Rogan is pretty much live because I think they stream it live and stuff whenever they do it. They might do yeah. some editing in case someone says something crazy, you know, but I think other than that. Yeah. Um, for I think for me on my podcast, I actually use um I use a lot of Audacity, um, which is a free uh audio editing software. It's pretty basic and simple. But that's kind of what makes it good for editing podcasts. Um, you don't really need a whole lot of knowledge of the interface or anything to just kind of cut out stuff and do simple stuff like that. So I use a lot of Audacity. Um, and we record uh, my podcast on a Mac. So we use GarageBand, um, which unfortunately is not available on PC. It's the Mac-only program. But we use GarageBand to record it and then i do most of the editing of the podcast on audacity yeah and do you know if if i would because i have an iphone so and so i have garage man on there do you know if i if i'd be able to would it be a good enough setup on my my literal phone to edit the podcast on say garage band on there do you think would that work would i be able Um, to do that yeah, I mean, I think I'm not entirely sure. I'm an Android guy, so I don't have an iPhone. But yeah. I think for you, um, since you are kind of doing the podcast more uh, loose and you're not planning on doing a lot of editing, I think that would probably work. I, I think I'd imagine all you'd have to do is load up the file and then listen to it, cut out some dead air or some stupid thing someone says, and you could probably much just leave it at that. I think that would be probably pretty simple to do with just a couple swipes and taps. Yeah, I should, I should start doing that because I might as well. I have that app, but um, yeah. So in terms of the um, the current state of rap and I guess the culture surrounding, I remember like you know back in the '90s or whatever, it was like real rough or whatever with people. Yeah like killing each other or whatever gangster type rap gangster rap but yeah. yeah with now do you feel like a lot of these guys are still kind of you know gangsters or are they kind of you know um you um, know not anymore i you know if you asked me this like a year ago i would probably say yeah most of these guys aren't straight up gangster like that but uh i don't know if you followed or heard about the young thug stuff um that kind of came out recently i feel like i i feel like i saw something about it so you're 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 aware of young thug like who he is at least yeah i've i've heard of her yeah i've heard of yeah so yeah he's a popular rapper um and he has been for a few years and he uh 
he and pretty much his whole record label got is caught up in a, a Rico case um, where they were like literally like racketeering and like causing some like actual violence and harm to other people. Uh, so at least Young Thug and his crew, that YSL label and crew, uh, they were really feeling it. Um, so I think, yeah, there are definitely, I think there are two sides of the coin. I think record labels either pick people up and say, hey, you have to act this way um, for us to sell you. And they may or may not be actual like thugs like that. Or they go up to actual thugs and people on the street who are making music and just give them contracts and don't really um they don't have any oversight or nobody at the label record label is really worried about what they're doing because they're making the label so much money so these guys are famous rappers but they're still doing the street shit that they were doing before they were famous um it's notoriously pretty hard to get out of that lifestyle if all of those uh gangster movies haven't taught us that already yeah and didn't something come up recently about like you know because i'll still hear stuff from guys like didn't something happen with ti recently and I forgot yeah, what it was, but that's 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 a super unfortunate um because I'm a big TI fan. Uh yeah, he got I mean he got caught up in like the Me Too, um, like some sexual abuse kind of stuff, uh allegations. As far as I know, they're just allegations, and I don't think that has gone to court or has been settled as of right now. Um, but yeah, that's always unfortunate to hear. I mean, in this day and age. It feels like you hear about that kind of shit constantly and it's <laughs> ruining like your favorite celebrities for you. But um, I'd like to believe T.I. is innocent, but I mean, you, uh, you can never make those assumptions. You just have to kind of take it in stride and be like, well, if he's guilty, he's guilty. And I'll, if I have to remove his songs from my playlist or something, I guess that's what I'll have to do. But Yeah, I recently heard the, uh, singer of Arcade Fire, like some people came out about him saying he has sexually assaulted them. I did not know that. That's super fucking sucks too. I like Arcade Fire. Yeah, <laughs> that was that. yeah, that was literally last night that I read it. So it's pretty new, Damn. and it's one of those things like you were saying, like you don't really know for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. What really happened? And it sounds like his wife is defending him, who's in the band. Yeah, and um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see one of my i don't know if you've heard of the band brand new um no actually i haven't heard of that one they're i guess you could say they're like a smaller um indie rock they were like kind of like with like taking back sunday you know taking Back oh, Sunday. oh yeah 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 okay yeah they were in like that circle and a little while ago it came out that i guess he was when he was younger, he was hitting on like underage girls or something, and it was like yeah, he, they're one of my favorite bands. So it's like I don't, yeah. I haven't stopped listening to them, but um, yeah, yeah, it definitely sucks that that happened. And I saw them live, like literally on their last tour, where somehow they headlined over like Death Cab. They were like headlining, interesting, and it was one of the best shows that I've been to. I yeah, kind of I'm bummed out, and I would want to see them again. You know, yeah. But um, yeah. And then, have you heard recently about this like AI rapper that was like um, 
I think it was it was it was on like Capital, but then Capital dropped them. Yes, um, I what was you... actually gonna I was actually gonna <laughs> mention that when on my little rant just then about yeah. uh, the record labels recruiting gangsters and stuff. Uh, that's kind of what I mean, where they like. Yeah, they just they just kind of fucked that up. They made it like <laughs> I don't think they intended to make it racist, but it definitely was a little out like it definitely wasn't cool what they were doing. Um they basically just made a caricature of a of a rap artist and presented that as like an AI thing. And actually as far as I have heard, the AI implementation of that was really minimal. Like, I think there was, like, some AI-generated lyrics. But other than that, like, The Voice was a real rapper guy who evidently they didn't pay to, to do The Voice for that that art, the AI artist. And he wrote the lyrics that uh, weren't AI-generated or he edited the lyrics so they make sense in a song. And, um, yeah, that, that was just a super unfortunate situation. Um, I kind of like the idea though. I don't really mind the idea of like an AI artist. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they kind of dropped the ball in a pretty disgusting way. Yeah. Same here. I, I don't, I don't really hate the idea of it. And I, and that's probably where things are going. I'm assuming. I mean, I would yeah. assume if AI is as good as they say it is, then eventually it will be able to make better music than humans do and not only that but like probably much more of it you know yeah there's definitely a conversation to be had like what does that say about art like would art be being generated by ai be as um likable or as important as an art made by an actual human and then you start getting in the conversation with like well aren't aren't AIs important too and then we just have like an iRobot situation it's kind of it's going to be a weird conversation in a few years when that technology really gets going and gets you know starts actually making actual music and real art by itself um that's going to be an interesting time yeah for sure and I'm I'm kind of like under the impression now that ai isn't really necessarily ai like they'll be like oh the ai is doing this or that but it's like really when it comes i could be wrong but when it comes down to it like it's really a, a human who's programming the ai to do something right. right so i still think that there i would imagine that there would still uh, up until the ai like literally becomes sentient or whatever you know i would imagine there right. would still be like a human who's behind the ai you know right programming yeah. it to do certain things but yeah it's definitely it's one of those things that's going to become an issue you know and that was the whole problem with that ai rapper is that the guy who guys who made quote unquote that rapper and the ai that it follows uh it was a white guy and an asian guy and then you have the the actual ai artist going on you know, their songs and saying the N word and saying they're being beaten up by police. Oh, wow. Saying all kinds of like racial, like caricature <laughs> kind of stuff. And that's, that's what made it not super cool to people. Oh man. Yeah. 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 All right. So have you worked with um, any big names at all or even, or um, even small names that I would know? 
Uh, definitely not, probably not any names you would know. I think the biggest artist I've ever worked with, uh, his name is Kamiyata Plus. He has about 500,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Um, and he's a super cool, super cool dude. Uh, he, uh, he makes like alternative punk hip hop music almost. He does like a lot of screaming. A lot of his, um, songs are loud and abrasive. Um, it's almost like a, almost like a scream core kind of hip hop, but, um, he's the biggest name I've worked with. I, uh, did a song called dead kids with him. Um, that was a song where I, uh, I had the beat and I really liked the beat a whole lot and I wasn't sure what to do with it. So I, I wanted to do a collaboration. So I sent it over to him and to my surprise, he actually agreed to do it. Um, so he sent me over his verse and I kind of structured the song around him. And that's one of my more popular songs now. Um, and uh, it's interesting because that was actually a song where uh, I don't have a lot of people extending the olive branch to me when it comes to working. I'm usually the one who extends the olive branch. But Kamiyata was actually someone who was like, yeah, man, I'm, re I'm really I like how the song turned out. Like, I think it turned out to be a good song. I'm glad we could do this. And I was like, wow, he actually appreciated it so that was kind of surprising and it made me made me feel good about the song yeah that's cool and how many listeners does he have on spotify you said five hundred thousand, or he has about five hundred thousand listeners on spotify well that's cool I'll have to check him out or check out that song you did with him too yeah 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 so um we're at like an hour here but um just a couple last questions um sure. one i know you live in florida so mm -hmm. um i was wondering how how is living in florida oh it's shitty like no <laughs> um no. it's it's fine here's the thing i've lived here my whole life and i um i'm getting to the point where i'm just sick of it i would love to go somewhere else and i'm not someone who's traveled a lot either i've only been out of the state a handful of times so uh i would i'm just i think i'm bitter and i'm sick of it at this point but i mean it's fine if you uh if you like the the weather and you uh you don't mind some of the you know the politics or some of the crazy people that live here um it's a fine it's fine it's a fine state i think i'm just a little sick of it at this point yeah and what area do you live in if you don't mind I live, that's fine i live on the space coast so i live on the eastern coast um about i'm out i'm about two hours away from orlando i'm about two hours south of orlando Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some, cause I like to do photography and stuff and I've seen some really pretty areas there in Florida, you know? Oh yeah. Oh man. If you go to like the Springs and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely super beautiful. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, you mentioned that your, your lyrics are on like kind of like depression and um, drugs and stuff. Yeah. Um, have you dealt with that type of stuff? If you Absolutely. don't mind me asking too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, uh, yeah, that's been a, some, a struggle I've dealt with most of my adult life, um, particularly like the depression stuff. Um, and I'll be super honest. I don't have the saddest story or I don't have a story where I was, you know, I became homeless and I found Jesus or anything like that, but it's a struggle I've dealt with for a long, long time. Um, just being constantly sad or being constantly, uh, 
not confident in myself or the things I'm doing or, you know, substance abuse and stuff like that. Um, so I find art, not just music, but pretty much any art that I make, whether it's the podcast or whether it's the music or whether it's me streaming or the visual art that I do, um, all of that influences all the rest of that, you know? So I think, that's it's a way for me to uh to vent in a way and to put myself out there in a way that I normally wouldn't yeah yeah I mean I for sure like uh we were saying before with the art and YouTube and podcast and Instagram and whatever like it definitely is something to look forward to and I think that it's yeah helped me get through some like like recently i've just been kind of like really kind of like excited or stoked or whatever to be like you know i'm gonna go somewhere to take pictures or i'm gonna do a podcast or i've been recently like yeah. i said i, I want to start doing like more youtube type stuff and it just yeah. kind of gives me something to look forward to you know yeah i think i think everybody needs that that's why i think um self-expression i just think is super important for people um i just think like creating um and expressing yourself and your ideas and what you think and what you feel is super important i think it's it's healthy and even if you're not an artsy kind of person even if you can't draw or can't you know write a song or something like that there are millions of ways to express yourself in ways that aren't necessarily tied to stuff like that. So I think people should find a way to express themselves um, artistically or otherwise. And I think that really does a lot of good for not only those people, but for the kind of the world at large. I think self-expression is good and I think it's important for pretty much everybody. Yeah, and I know there's like a lot of bad things about technology, but that is one good thing about it. I think is that it gives people an outlet to, yes. put, like you said, no matter what you're doing, like whether you're painting or taking pictures or just talking, like you could, yeah, you're able to actually put it up online and let other people listen to it. Yeah, and if it wasn't for stuff like that, I maybe I I would have never, you know, came to that epiphany or gotten my start because, like I said, I was. 10 11 12 years old when i started when i discovered audacity and started recording my own music so if had i been born in the 70s or 80s i would have had to go go to a studio and pay you know 60 70 bucks an hour to record a song but because i was lucky enough to be born during kind of the internet uh age uh it was easy for me to just kind of sit in my room with a little shitty microphone and express myself through recording uh bad music at the time <laughs> yeah exactly and um yeah i i personally think it would have just been brutal back then when there was no internet to just like you said have to go pay just to record or right i mean you really it's a either you were huge like led zeppelin and the beatles or or like right. you just weren't doing much of anything you know yeah, <laughs> definitely. It makes everything a lot more accessible for the average person these days. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, what are I know you have a podcast if you want to plug that. Um, sure. And then also, what are some podcasts that you 
listen to like and also like um tv shows movies stuff like that oh okay um so um i'll go with those questions first so when it comes to podcasts to be quite honest i don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts but i do listen to two um that i really like one is called song versus song um it's a podcast by todd in the shadows who is a music reviewer online he is quite popular um but it's uh they put they pit songs against each other that are kind of in the same vein and it's a lot of fun to listen to for example let me see if i can pull one up here um so they did uh most recently an episode with uh in 2011 they did we found love the rihanna song i think that is versus super bass and um they did another episode with i love rock and roll versus hit me with your best shot so they kind of go back and forth and talk about which song is a uh, quote-unquote better i find that super interesting there's another podcast i like um i'm super into history we didn't really get into that because that's not the topic of this podcast but um there's a podcast called the romance of the three kingdoms podcast. It's basically goes into detail about the history of, uh, the three kingdoms era in China, ancient China. If you've ever played like, uh, the dynasty warriors games or st stuff like that. Um, it's the same era of history. And I find that super interesting. Um, in terms of movies and TV shows, Ooh, um, uh, it's, I'm super, with it comes to movies and TV shows, I'm, I'm often super critical. I have been, I've been watching the, uh, the Halo, uh, show on Paramount Plus. And to be quite honest, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan, but, uh, that's what I have been watching. And it's kind of interesting if you're a Halo fan, um, I would say at least at least give it uh, the first couple episodes a watch to see if you like it or not because I think it's kind of it's kind of interesting some of the things they do and some of the differences they uh they take when it comes versus the games. Um, for me, uh, if you want to find me, I think I'm decently easy to find online. You can pretty much Google the Josh Frost, all one word. And you'll definitely find something of me. Um, I'm most active on my Twitter um and from there you can find my link tree which will link to all my stuff i have the garage gang podcast as well where it's just me and my friends shooting the shit and talking about you know random stuff and just having a good time drinking and doing all sorts of stuff like that so that's i uh, that's where you can find me all right cool sounds good josh and um if you ever want to come back on to talk about history or anything else, uh, yeah. feel free. Because, um, sure. yeah, I talk about a bunch of different stuff on this podcast. So just let me know. And yeah, thanks for coming on. And yes, sir. Uh, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. No problem. And I'll, I'll definitely check out more of your music and your podcast. Hey, thank you very much, man. No problem. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. Bye. See you, man.